Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Welcome. Ken is a way today. Deborah's here. How happy are you? <laughs> you don't have to get a COVID test when you come back Although, to the country. I'm leaving in September, so let's see. It says 90 days, so I might squeak by. Oh, that doesn't take effect for 90 days? No, no, no. It, no, they're going to reevaluate in 90 days. I see. Right? What day are you leaving? September 4th. I I think I'm squeaking by. I think so. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, no, actually, because I'm gone for about two weeks. Huh? Well, I'm yeah, then you may weeks, get trapped so I may there. Get, oh, I better not. You don't know how happy I was this morning. I was doing the non COVID dance. You don't know how funny it would be is if you got trapped in a foreign country for weeks. I know. You're, yeah. you're just, you want that to happen so that I call in. So you can call in every day. <laughs> Day 22 of your imprisonment. She was worried when she went to Mexico that she yeah. was going to get COVID from me. I was terrified. Well, because you had it and I saw you a few days before and I went yes. away. You know, and that's how you get it. If you see somebody, you just look at them. Okay. I, I was near him. Okay. Uh-huh. And I, I, I didn't want to get stuck in Mexico. What about Ray? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I'm staying so far away from Ray. Yeah. We're going to make Ray wear a hazmat suit if he ever comes back. I was just going to say that. That's what he needs to do. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very infected uh, staff these days. Uh, and there's hardly anybody in the building again, did you notice? Oh, there's I know. There's not a well, it's, single it's soul in the building. It's Friday. I don't know. What I, the heck? Why are we Why are we working on Fridays then? <laughs> when I was a kid, the work week was Monday through Friday. Yes. Actually, for my dad, it was Monday through Saturday. Yes. So I... Uh, I don't know. I know. But uh, the by far the biggest news that affects your life today uh, is the inflation report confirming what you probably already knew, and that is uh, 
inflation is, uh, we had the worst month increase since 1981. 1981, that's how, that's how bad it is. And I have a chart that I'm about to call up here. Yes, here it is. This is, uh, enjoy this. This is the annual change in food prices by category. Um, so s- since a year ago today, eggs have gone up 32%. Uh, chicken is up 17%. Whole milk, 17%. Lunch meats, 17%. Bacon, 15 Coffee, 15 Oranges, almost 15 Flour, almost 14 Fish, 13 Ground beef, 12 half. Rice, 12 half. Breakfast cereal, 12 Peanut butter, 12 Lettuce, 11 Bread, 8 That's all in one year. And uh, overall, the price of food is up over 10%. Uh, so when you hear these inflation numbers, under, understand that it doesn't, you know, it, it um, includes a lot of things that you may not be buying. The, the staples that you must buy every day, like gas and food, is up uh, double digits in a lot of cases. Now, the gas is obviously completely out of control. Um, uh, Let's see. Energy. uh, Oh, here we go. Fuel oil was up 17% in a month. In a year, it's up to 100. It's up 106%. 106%. The cost of shelter. Uh, See, this is the thing. When when they do this weighting in the consumer price index, shelter costs uh, is one third of the number. Now you don't get new shelter every month. Well, some people in LA do, but for the most part, we have a mortgage that's locked in, usually at a fixed rate, or you're leasing an apartment and you have normally at least a year lease, and that's at a fixed rate. So it it you you it's not like you're going for buying a new house every month or renting a new apartment every month, and that's a third of the uh, of the consumer price index. That's why it distorts the number. The stuff you buy every day are things like eggs and chicken and beef and rice and all that, and every one of those things is up double digits, and the gasoline is up uh, an, an absurd amount. Um, now, Joe Biden today, and of course, we played his comments on Jimmy Kimmel yesterday, where he informed uh, he informed the country that uh, inflation is 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 gas and food, and that was that was pretty much the end of the statement. Inflation is mostly in food and in gasoline at, yeah. at the pump. And uh, by that, that was it. <laughs> but we knew that. We don't know. I mean, I got a chart in front of me. I don't need the chart. It's kind of, I'm number oriented, so I am kind of curious exactly what the percentage jars are. But, you, you know, you don't need to be a math major to know that uh, this is uh, draining you. And there's about, there's about 35, 40% of the country where this has all become a very, very serious issue. Well, he's looking for people to blame. You know, he's been trying to blame uh Putin for the longest time. 
except that war started at the end of February, and these price increases have been going on for about a year and a half, uh, roughly since the start of his term. I believe that the, uh, the inflation rate uh, on the last uh, day Trump was in office was about 2%. So all the inflation is since Biden took over as president, and um, much of the inflation was already baked in before Putin invaded uh, Russia. Now, he made some things worse, notably the gas and the oil. Today... Since he, since he came out here for that uh, gas bag conference with uh, the other leaders of the Americas or whatever the hell, the Summit of Americas. Well, but by the way, what did they accomplish? I forgot. I mean, yeah. They had a good time in Malibu yesterday, but uh, I don't think they accomplished anything. Uh, anyway, he's in town, and he goes to the port of L.A. Now, he came out here last fall and claimed that they were going to have that port running 24-7. Uh, that hasn't come close to happening. So whatever he promised back then uh, was a failure. Now he's decided he's going to be angry. And I, and I use the term decided to become angry because I doubt he's actually angry. He's angry with the cargo companies, claiming that the cargo companies that transport all our goods from Asia to here are charging an unconscionable amount of money. And something's got to be done about it. Legislation has to be passed. Like, like you're able to regulate the prices of multinational cargo companies, but okay. Uh, and and he, he threatened violence. You, you listen to this here. This is about reducing costs for families. You know, I have to admit to you, a lot of us elected officials have been in office for a while. Every once in a while, something you learn makes you viscerally angry. Like if you had the person in front of you, you'd want to pop them. No, I really mean it. There are nine, nine major ocean line shipping companies that ship from Asia to the United States. Nine. They form three consortium. These companies have raised their prices by as much as 1,000%. So everything coming from Asia, they, they, they get 90-some percent of it, the stuff coming from Asia. They've raised it by 1,000 percent. That's why I called on Congress to crack down on their foreign-owned, foreign-owned shipping companies that raise their prices while raking in just last year $190 billion in profit, a seven-fold increase in one year, seven-fold increase, $190 billion. The Senate passed legislation. I'm hopeful the House is going to act soon to crack down on these companies, as I've asked, and lower the cost. And I'm grateful to two Californians, Speaker Pelosi and John Gerundi, uh, for, uh, for leading this effort. <laughs> Thanks, John. I really mean it. That would be Garamendi. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> you want to play that last, uh, last bit again? Speaker Pelosi. And John Gerundi uh, for, uh, for leading this effort. Germany. Thanks, John. I really mean it. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, we, we've got more on this because uh, while Biden wants to uh, pop them, I guess the, uh, the executives of these uh, international cargo companies, uh, there's a few things he didn't bother to mention. John and Ken Shuck, we were talking about the uh, terrible inflation report. And by the way, 
this is how I amuse myself. I, I, I get in the car in the morning to go on the bagel run. And um, often I, I turn on business channels, uh, Fox Business, CNBC, uh, because it, 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 that just seems the place. It's hard to screw with business reports. News and politics get, get screwed with a lot, right? But a, a business report, that's numbers. And uh, when the lead story I got up this morning and the inflation rate is up uh, overall 8, 8.5%, 8.6 to be exact, then I know, well, that's the number. At least that's the number the government has calculated based on their wacky system. And then when they start releasing the categories that really matter to you, remember, it's distorted because they include, quote, shelter in the overall number. But most of us are not buying shelter every month, right? We're buying eggs and meat and bread every month, but not shelter. That's one third of the calculation. The stuff that matters, I mean, it, it's literally, if you look at a graph, it's off the chart. That's not just a cliche. Uh, and as I mentioned, it starts with eggs are up uh, 32% and chicken 17%. And, and this is a, a annual increase. Uh, milk, 17%. Lunch meats, 17 Bacon, 15 Coffee, 15 And on and on and on. And it's every category. It doesn't matter what you are. You might be a fish-only person. It's gone up. You eat, you're a carnivore. It's gone up. You could be a, a vegetarian. It's gone up. Whatever you are. It's gone up double digits, and there's no sign it's stopping. And this is the part that, that makes me crazy, is that they, and there are some writers that have kept a timeline of how often officials, including Biden, have come out and said, well, you know, it's probably peaked about, well, yeah, I think we've seen the worst of it. Uh, yeah, this is just transitory. And they have said that almost every month now for a year. They lie or they're wildly incompetent, or both. But nobody's been right. And after a while, you get the feeling you're being played. You're trying to pacify us unwashed masses by saying, no, no, don't worry. Let me just pat you on the head here. Things are going to get better. The light's just around the corner there. Not yeah. a joke. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what, that's their method. Because nobody, nobody admits that they screwed up. Chesa Bodine would not admit that his policies led to a lot more crime. Garcetti will not admit that his policies led to much more homelessness. Biden will not admit that his policies led to uh, massive inflation because they did. They printed too much money. An unprecedented amount of money for a very long time was printed. That creates inflation. They'll teach you that in a high school economics class. Trump, stupid hearings last night. He will not admit that he lost. Even his daughter told him he lost. And he, and he says his daughter is uh, out to lunch. I mean, we have people who refuse. If you do not embrace reality, then nothing can get better. The first thing you have to do is say, okay, my policy didn't work. I sincerely thought it would. If that's true, I sincerely thought it would. We gave it a run. We gave it a run for six months, a year, two years, whatever it was, and failure. Okay. We've got tens of thousands of homeless tents. We've got inflation that's uh, well into double digits in, in almost all the food categories. Trump has still lost the election. There's still crazy crime in the streets of San Francisco. 
these guys are wrong and their predictions are wrong. These experts are wrong. In fact, coming up after 2.30, I want to read you one of the best pieces I've read in a while by Peggy Noonan, who's a longtime writer, writes for the Wall Street Journal now. Uh, you probably see her on a lot of Sunday morning TV shows or panel discussion shows. And I, I think she was a speechwriter uh, many years ago for uh, Reagan. Uh, in any event, she f came up with a phrase, and I, I admit when I read this phrase, I thought, wow. I wish I'd said that. I wish I had thought of that because I've been kind of, I've been searching for a phrase like that to describe all these people, especially the progressives, the progressives who have a lot of education and credentials and they're well-spoken and they clearly have some kind of intelligence, right? You know, when you have all that going for you, they're a tough nut to crack because all their credentials all their Ivy League college background, that's intimidating to most people. And most people feel embarrassed uh, trying to challenge them, tell them they're wrong, question them. Because a lot of times all you have is instinct, right? And they have their credentials. Well, she labeled them in this piece high IQ stupid people. And I saw that and I just burst out laughing. That's it. They're high IQ stupid people. And she explains why wasn't just a random insult, but uh, she has a thought process. I'm going to read that to you after 2.30 because that is what we're being ruled by. In some cases, we're just being ruled by stupid, okay? But there's a lot of high IQ stupid going on, especially among the progressives. And it's kind of paralyzed everybody else because they will lord over you with their, their backgrounds. They get hired that way. That's why, you know, the Ivy League produces... A lot of dreadful people. And they get into law, they get into government, they get into media, and they really run the place. And they've created this climate we're living in. And I think for a lot of people, because human nature is very flawed, you get all these credentials. You're told since you were three years old how brilliant and smart you are, right? You're constantly rewarded. You're making a six-figure salary. You get some notoriety in your field or you're on television all the time or you get elected. You're, you have such a, a, an infrastructure that protects your ego that if somebody says, wow, you really blew this, you're really wrong, uh, they immediately reject it. And they tell you the opposite of the truth because they haven't ever dealt with any pushback in their life, with any criticism in their life. So they simply reject it and say, no, it's not true. Like Chesa Bodine is like, no, crime is down. Everything's fine. Uh, Garcetti, no, actually, we've we've helped homelessness. Uh, Biden, it's like, you know, really, it, 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 the economy is going really well, and uh, it's Vladimir Putin's fault anyway. Trump running around, oh, I really won the election. It's like, no, all you people are crazy. It's not reality. So we'll get into that uh, when we come back. Get this to Peggy Noonan piece uh, coming up. Also, later on... Uh, Looks, we have some uh, 911 audio of Nicholas Roski, the uh, guy from Simi Valley, who wanted to kill the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, they have uh, the 911 audio uh, before he got arrested. And it looks like while he didn't have all those uh, obvious signs that anybody in town could have noticed, 
he had a very troubled background. And we'll talk about it when we come back. Johnny Kent, KFI. One thing I forgot to mention in the last segment I meant to get to. We were talking about Joe Biden uh, says he wants to uh, uh, pop uh, uh, some of the uh, cargo executives in the face because uh, they are charging a thousand percent more than last year to transport goods from Asia here to like uh, if you had the person in front of you, you'd want to pop them, pop them. Yeah, just pop them. That's what he wants to do because he's so mad that the cargo companies have increased the uh, shipment prices by over a thousand percent. The thing is what he didn't mention in September of 2021 prices of shipping cargo from Asia to here were already up 1,500%. Not just 1,000, 1,500%. And he said nothing about that. In fact, he was telling everybody that inflation is going to taper off. It's transitory. So he suddenly decided now in June that the cargo prices are unconscionable. Well, they were that way at least nine months ago, if not more. And the reason he's doing it is he, they know most people don't understand why cargo would cost so much. Here's why. We came out of COVID and people started spending a lot of the free money that the government gave us. And we had more freedom to buy things and more need to buy things or more want, more desire. So a lot of people bought a lot of stuff all at once and overloaded the supply chain. Well, what happens if there are a lot of companies calling up cargo firms saying, hey, I need space on that ship. I need space on that ship. Well, if you're running a cargo firm, what happens? Maybe you've got room for 100 companies worth of stuff, but you got 200 companies calling. So you're going to raise the price, right? What happens when there's high demand and low supply? Prices go up. You have high demand to ship goods. You have a low supply of space on the cargo carriers. So that's normal. That's the capitalism we've all agreed to live with for a long, long time now. And that's what drives up the price. And, of course, the cargo companies are going to make more money because it's the same space. It's not costing them more to have empty space. They can just rent out the empty space for more money. It's the same reason that apartments are going up. There's a lot of people looking for apartments now. They have a lot of extra money. There's a lot of fake money in, in circulation. The government printed trillions of dollars. A lot of people made trillions of dollars in the stock market and cashed out. A lot of people made trillions of dollars in cryptocurrency, which is truly fake money. But once you convert it into dollars, it's real money. That's driving up the cost of real estate. It's driving up the cost of apartments. The, 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 the shipping companies are raising their rates because there are so many firms here in America that want to sell stuff to us. And a lot of we all know that a lot of the products in the world come from China. If we made stuff here in America, nobody would have to pay for the shipping costs. But we created the incentives for companies to move their factories and their jobs to China. And now we're paying the price because that was another stupid decision. And that's what causes the inflation of the cargo uh, price. It's got nothing to do with greedy cargo companies. If you were running a cargo company, you would do it too. Because, pe because everyone's willing to pay it. And then they raise the price on the stuff you buy.
well, you can choose not to buy the stuff because a lot of this is not stuff that you have to have. It's what you'd like to have. And so the price is going to go up. And you'll see when people get sick of the inflation, they'll stop buying these things. The economy will hit a recession, but prices will go down because now the power will switch sides. Now, going on to uh, Peggy Noonan, um, Chester Bodine, as, as, uh, his recall has launched uh, a thousand opinion pieces that I've been reading. And, and this one, I think, is the best because it explains the problem normal people have with progressives, uh, especially here in California. And the overview is progressives come into office, let's say, or they take over uh, newspapers and they have a theory, an abstract theory on how the world should work. The rest of us have to deal with how the world really works. But they're locked in their bubble. They came with their credentials and their schooling and they have their titles their powerful positions, and they could lord over us with their theory and do their social experiments. Here's what she, what she wrote, though. And, and this is really important because this does not get reported very much. In the Bodine case up in San Francisco, the recall, early reports suggest, unsurprisingly, that minority voters backed the recall in greater numbers than college-educated whites— this is because they suffer more and have fewer protections when crime spikes and homeless encampments seize new ground. I want to repeat that. Minority voters back the recall in greater numbers than college-educated whites because they suffer more when crime spikes. Have you heard any media coverage that addressed that reality? You get this pandering, condescending media coverage, which constantly play. Place, uh, places minority residents as victims of overbearing police. Oh, looks like when it comes to voting, the minority residents disagree. And you have these silly college-educated white people who know better. And she says, this is what the foes of progressives are saying. We won't let our city go down. We won't accept the idea of steady deterioration. We will fight the imposition of abstract laws reflecting abstract theories of people for whom life has always been abstract and theoretical. We can't afford to be abstract and theoretical. We live real lives. We wish to walk the streets unmolested and with confidence. This isn't too much to ask. It is the bare minimum. She writes, progressive politicians have been around long enough running cities that some, some distinguishing characteristics can be noted. One is, they don't listen to anybody. To stop them, you have to fire them. Now, Ken and I have been saying this for years now. The only thing you can do is fire them. Because they don't listen to anybody. And that's what Peggy Noonan says. They're not normal politicians who have some give, who tack this way and that way. Progressive politicians have no doubt and no self-correcting mechanism. Um... Another characteristic of progressive politicians, they're more loyal to theory than to people. If the people don't like the theories the progressives impose, that's too bad. The theory is preeminent. For example, progressives say we are changing all the rules on arrest and incarceration because they're bad for minority groups. 
The minority groups say, well, that sounds good in the abstract, but let's make sure it's good in the particular. And it proves not to be. And the minority groups say, stop. And the progressive says, well, you have to like what we're doing. It's good for you. What are you, racist? The minority group then says, we're going to fire you. No, you're not. Don't be ridiculous, says the progressive. Watch. And they fire him. And he's shocked. And the third characteristic of a progressive is the progressive can't understand why he's been fired. He tells reporters the voters are in a bad mood because of inflation and housing costs. A final characteristic of progressive politicians, here it comes, they tend to be high IQ, stupid people. They're bright and well-educated, but they can't comprehend the implications of policy. Listen to this. They don't understand that if an 18-year-old is repeatedly arrested for assaulting people on the street and repeatedly let go, his thought may not go in the direction of, what a gracious and merciful society I live in. I will do more to live up to it. It is more likely he will think, I will assault anyone and get away with it. They are afraid of me. That nails it better than anything I've ever seen, read, heard. It's exactly what's going on. It's these absurd theories from high IQ stupid people that in their fantasy world, if you stop arresting and punishing criminals, they will say, oh, thank you for your mercy. I'll try to be better next time. No, like anybody who had a kid knows if you let them get away with assaults and thefts and all the rest, they say, wow. I can do this every day. No one's going to stop me. And so they do. Now, this is what's going on right now. We got a choice. We either fire these people and go back to the old way that works, or we continue with their weird theories that are total failures. It's really a, a two propositions here. The, uh, the boiling over of America is the... Uh, title of her column. It's in the Wall Street Journal. You ought to read the whole thing. Johnny Ken, KFI. Do you have any jobs outside of radio? Yes. What's the worst job you ever had? Selling shoes. Oh, I would think you'd be in your glory. <laughs> no, right? no, not at the shoe store that I used to work at when I was a teen. No, did I did not like that. Did you have weird guys coming in? No, it's just people are so annoying. I, I just, retail was not for me. <laughs> I, I can't deal with certain people, and that's what I had to deal with when I was selling shoes. Well, this job is worse. Really? Uh, they, there are uh, people who have to collect Vladimir Putin's poop oh. after he's done. What? Yes. Uh, these men work for... Uh, the Federal Protection Service. And they protect Putin and other government officials in Russia. They're like our Secret Service. And when uh, Putin is out and about, goes into a bathroom and unloads, these men have to go and uh, scoop it up and put it in a box and take it away. See, you can't do that. You can't flush it. Eric, not even after the no 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 they no they take it out. They are afraid that spies are going to grab the poop, test the DNA, and discover whatever diseases are supposedly killing Putin. Oh. 
So reach reach down and get that. Whatever you flush down there, go and get that back. <laughs> That's disgusting. I'll let them reach down. <laughs> Regis Gente is the author of two books on Russia, and Mikhail Rubin has covered Russia for 13 years, and they wrote this report for the French news magazine Paris Match. Oh, that is a major magazine in, in, uh, in France. So every time Putin goes, an FSO agent places the uh, Putin excrement in a special packet, and then it's put in a suitcase and returned to Russia. Uh, they have evidence this happened during Putin's visit to France in May of 2017 and when he went to Saudi Arabia in October 2019. In fact, there's a video showing six men in suits in Putin's entourage accompany him to the bathroom. Not, they're not checking for pee? Just poop? Mm, correct. Uh, it doesn't say anything about pee. And then one was seen exiting the bathroom holding a small briefcase. And they don't want foreign countries discovering information about his health or doing tests to see what he is, you know, what kind of illnesses he might be uh, genetically susceptible to. Uh, there's another journalist, na journalist named Farida Rustamova who has corroborated the report, saying on Twitter that she was aware of a similar incident in Vienna. And she had another source who said Putin's bodyguards have been collecting his poop for years. Because, you know, there's been plenty of news saying that he's sick and being treated for all kinds of conditions, including cancer. Um, there are other examples of uh, what they call poop interception being used in intelligence. In 2016, a former Soviet agent said he discovered evidence that Joseph Stalin tried to spy on China's Chairman Mao by analyzing his excrement. So Stalin would steal Mao's poop. And <laughs> this is what guys do. Really? Yeah. This is, this is why uh, men should not run the world. Um, also, and this, this goes back some time, British spies would sift through soiled toilet paper used by Soviet troops in East Germany during the Cold War. Uh, because Soviets were not given toilet paper and often resorted to using military documents or personal letters to wipe themselves. Um, and it says sifting. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, okay. They, oh, I see. Since the Soviets were not given toilet paper and they used military documents or letters, they would steal the soiled documents. Okay. Well that, that makes sense. To try to pick up intelligence. Okay. I, I, I can see that. It says, um, it says here, sifting through it, which included human excrement and worse. <laughs> worse? What's worse? <laughs> Throw up? <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's other things, but too. But it was a val valuable technique, which sometimes produced gems of intelligence. <laughs> Why didn't the Soviets have toilet paper? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Communism doesn't work. Um in early February, uh, the French president, Macron, refused a request from the Kremlin to take a Russian COVID test uh, because they thought if, if he allowed the Russians to do a COVID test, they would be analyzing Macron's DNA. Oh, yeah. So the uh, paranoia goes both ways. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how much you get paid for being on poop patrol. You know, you don't have a choice. <laughs> 
Because in Russia, if you don't, you don't collect get paid, you just have to smile and enjoy it. That's right. It's like, okay. He wants. Now, it doesn't say how they collect the poop if they hold the briefcase under him. Oh, God. Or somebody. No, I can't. I, I think he, he poops in private. Right. And then he leaves it. He doesn't flush, unlike what Eric was doing. <laughs> and uh, then they go in with, with, so much, with what, gloves, a, 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 I would hope. A scooper. <laughs> A pooper scooper. A pooper scooper. There you go. Um, but, I mean, how many days can you do that before you start? What if he's constipated? I guess they don't have to worry about it. They, they're no, on a break. That, that's probably. <laughs> they're rooting for constipation. Right. How many days in a row do you want to go in there and collect his poop? But they pay those guys. I think they pay those guys well. And you can, I think you, you end up getting promoted a lot, and then you can retire early. So you just have to uh, bear and grin it. Yeah, just carry the poop. All right. I'm not going to complain about my job anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm going to remind you <laughs> in case you have any problems. What life could be like. Right. All right. Um, coming up, we've got uh, more information about this Simi Valley guy who uh, went off the rails and showed up at uh, the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house. Uh, ready to kill him. He stopped short, though. He called 911 instead and confessed before he tried to commit the crime. And there's something different about this guy compared to all the other loonies that have been running around shooting people up. Um, and he may have had a, a longstanding problem. You, I think you're going to be surprised at the kind of parents he has. I think you're going to be surprised at the way he's raised. And when you uh, when when you hear his background, and now that you know what he's done, there really is only one uh, possible explanation for this, and it looks like there's a history there. So those are the clues. You ruminate over that, and we're also going to have Alex Stone on next hour to talk about um, uh, Deborah's favorite subject, favorite news of the day. That if you uh, go overseas this summer. Uh, you go out of the country this summer, you will not have to take a COVID test to get back in the country. Best news of the day. So you're not going to be quarantined, uh, quarantined for two or three weeks in some godforsaken place. And you don't have to worry about standing in long lines and That's paying right. for COVID tests and all that crap. And you don't get a stick up the nose. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms.